Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of experimentation brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project. Join our free community today at theawesomeladiesproject.com. Hey, everybody. Today we have Kate Smith, and I am so excited for this conversation. I know it's going to be great. Hey, Kate, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Can you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and your living situation? <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm Kate Smith. Um, I have a brand called Kate Smith Company, and we essentially are in the business of making humans smile. Um, we are all about kind of waking up every day and really thinking about like, what is it that I want to put into the world? And, you know, do I want to add to the good things that are out there? Or do I want to kind of add to the stress and and we try to give you tools to add to the good. Like we want you to be able to be a force of good in the world. And so we make little happy, funny, amusing products that are meant to be shared. Um, they're meant to make you smile, but they're also meant to make other people smile and sort of give you a way to connect with others. Um, kind of our little way of making the world a better place. And um, we do it primarily through greeting cards at the moment we are growing in that realm so in a long story that's what we do we make humans smile essentially i love it <laughs> and oh, no living situation yeah yes. where do you live <laughs> so we also live in a 27 foot airstream um we live travel and work full-time from the road and it's we just hit our three-year anniversary of doing that so where we live is different every day week or month depending on <laughs> where we are and how long we're staying that's so exciting okay so i, I would like to, i, I want to jump right into that <laughs> most people do <laughs> what is it like to work at home when home yeah. is all over the place it is very minimal and interesting um so before we left, I had an office and a studio, much like what I can see from your Zoom background. It looks fantastic, and there's stuff everywhere, and they're pinned to the walls, and it's this gorgeous, beautiful artist space. Um, and I had that, and I had to pare it down to literally maybe a book bag and a little more. Um, so my office is wherever I unpack my book bag, and um, everything is digital. I, I don't sketch on paper anymore. I sketch totally on an iPad. I take notes on my iPad. Um, and so that's, it's a challenge and it's a, it's a blessing, I guess, in the same way, because you can really be inspired by different surroundings. You can change your surroundings, which I think is a huge spur of creativity is like to change your surroundings. Um, and I am inspired personally a lot by just humans in the world and so I love nothing more than just to like sit at a coffee shop and watch humans be humans and literally just like take things like a little scrapbooker from them um so I don't know it's it's got its challenges but I think it's got a lot of good too you just have to be very, very lean and you have to pick up your desk every day which is really lame <laughs> yeah that's the hard that I, I, I totally yeah. see that being the hard part yeah so you said, yeah. we were talking a little bit before and you said this is coming up on your third anniversary of living in the Airstream. 
Yeah. So how did COVID impact that? So COVID was um, interesting because it's 180 square feet that we live in and we really rely on the outdoors as part of our living space. Um, so we were big skiers and so we ski somewhere every year and we were in um, Park City, Utah, which is a fantastic place to get stuff during COVID. But um, when winter is here and there's no skiing happening, it's kind of like, well, you've got your Airstream and you can't go out to eat. You can't go to a coffee shop. Like you're really stuck in a tiny space. It's really Groundhog's Day. And um, like you already kind of have to do a lot of trickery living in an Airstream. Like for example, like I blink my eyes and I'm like, okay, now my breakfast table is my desk. <laughs> it's like that whole bewitched thing where she like does her nose wrinkle. And so you already have to use a lot of kind of like, okay, now I'm in work mode. Okay, now I'm back in other mode. And so it was, it was a challenge. And I say that as like a first world challenge because like, you know, I didn't, I've not gotten sick. I've not had any family that's gotten sick. And I know that it impacted a lot of other people much worse. So I had a lot of first world problems during COVID. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we can talk about the actual issues that we had during COVID, you know, as a community and as a society. But then we also had actual issues, you know, both personally and in our businesses that we still needed to push through because we still have to pay the bills. We still have to keep doing the things that keep us mentally and emotionally fit as well. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of us, that is our work. And... COVID really messed with that in so many ways. And not, it didn't even have to necessarily be COVID, but just any type of large systemic impact of, well, sorry, everything is closed now. Mm -hmm. So figure a new thing out. Yeah. So what do you think were the best things for you that came out of, living in a tiny space and working in a tiny space during a time where you really had to focus in on the tininess of the space. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I think that, I think there's like, there's a few silver linings about COVID um, as there are with, I think, any gray cloud. Um, And one of them that I found most beautiful and actually most prominent in the beginning when things were really locked down. Um, And I was telling you before we started, like I, when COVID hit, felt really helpless. Like honestly, like almost just kind of like chicken with your head cut off. Like, oh my gosh, like I feel like I need to help or do something, but I don't have a skill like a nurse or a doctor or like I literally draw things and I'm not sure this is very helpful right now. And so I um, was working one day and I was on Instagram and I saw that like John Legend was playing the piano for people. And I was like, oh my gosh, it is the most, he's giving like the most simple, but like beautiful gift. And like, this is what artists need to do right now. It's like, this is, this is actually where artists shine. It's like, where this is like our moment. And like, we need to step up on the soapbox. And um, so it became really apparent to me that like, okay, what do you have to give? Like I, and what I had to give at that time was greeting cards. Um, 
we had a whole, you know, stock under our couch of greeting cards. And I just said, we need to give them to the world. Like people need to be able to reach each other in nursing homes. They need to be able to like make their friends smile when they can't give them a hug. They need to be able to connect. And so we just, we gave away our entire store for free for the promise, a pinky promise of um, you had to put them into the world now. And so that to me was a really cool silver lining. Um, I guess kind of realizing like the power of art because I think that sometimes I personally have like felt like it was a lesser than gift or skill in the world. Um, and like, you know, as compared to like a police officer or like somebody that has this noble profession. Um, and I've not felt like I've had an, an equal gift to give. And I did in that situation, honestly. Um, and so that was a big silver lining for me. And then as far as the other, like the small space of it, we just honestly just bundled up and got outside. I'm because <laughs> I need outside for creativity and I need so that was kind of how we solved that one. I don't think it would have worked if I had to like really quarantine for like 14 days in there. So um so there were silver linings and I guess that was mine. I think it has been really good that we've all tried to find the good things over the last year and a half and try to take those with yeah. us through to where we're going next. Mm -hmm. So one of the really cool things that's happening with you is that you have some new greeting card lines going into Target. And the thing that I find amazing about them is that they are for everyday moments. They are for when your best friend needs the hug that you can't give her in person or the pick me up or this the when I was looking and talking and we've been thinking about it I was thinking of them as like you know emojis that you want to send but just like multiple emojis mm -hmm. and that's just it's cool that's exactly what I'm so glad that you said that honestly like it like makes me so happy that that's like how you describe them because that is like my total intention is um I really feel like like I was saying like you go into a lot of grocery stores or big box stores and it's a total bank of cards for Father's Day or birthdays or for an occasion which is fantastic but like what about a crappy Tuesday that you that your friend just had and you just want to like make her happy in some random way like that's not there it's not represented and so I'm so excited that we could help bring that to market um and it is kind of a paper representation of kind of how we communicate on social media it's like like I love sending dumb gifts or dumb emojis or just like any stupid thing to my friend just as like hey how are you doing like how was like how was the last one to two hours of your life that was how was that um and I think that's what these greeting cards are meant to be. They're just meant to be like, hey, like, um, thanks for making me smile. That's it, period. Just because it's Wednesday and I like you. Like, that's it. And to me, like, that's what card giving should be. And that's kind of what I, like, want to encourage is just, like, like, let's connect with humans a little more often. Let's, like, find little ways to um, pick each other up. And it doesn't have to be their birthday and it doesn't have to be national donut day <laughs> so yeah I, that's what i love most about him 
I think that's amazing. And I love that we're talking about this because so many of our listeners, so many of my listeners are paper crafters. And so many of them are also just like busy ass people who would love to be making cards for all of their friends so that they can send them out on random Tuesdays. But also that's like the 30th project on the list of things to do. So isn't it great that now like they can just go into target and be like, Oh, okay. Someone else already did this for me. (laughs) And you can personalize them too. Like I actually love, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are crafty ass females. Um, So what I, what I think, I think is really funny. My um, sister-in-law does this where she will take some of my cards and then she just crosses out what she doesn't like and like personalizes it with like a name or another talk, like a, like a subject or something. And like, I love it. Like, I'm not offended. Like make it your own, do what you need to do to communicate. So like, you know, you can always like add that little touch for yourself. My mother has been doing this for years. (laughs) I think it's one of, it's one of the cutest things that my mother does because my mother just loves sending greeting cards. Um, And sometimes it'll be like, "Mm, I don't like this little line in here. I'm going to cross it out and write another thing. Yes. I love it. And like my favorite. So we have these friends too, that they never write in them. They write a post-it card or like a (laughs) post-it note. And then they're like, you can reuse it. And they don't steal the envelope. They're like so cheap, but it's fantastic. (laughs) Right. I'm gifting you this card. And then now you can also, you get the gift of the card that you can then give to someone else. It's so funny. It's like the best way of recycling. I know. It's not great for me (laughs) personally, but I love it. Well, it's advertising for you, though. It's true. Because maybe true. those people are like, oh, my God, this is such a good card. Now I only yes. have one and I need to go out and buy another <laughs> so that I can send that one to another person. Or I even love, so if you're in my family, um, you get tons of, like, greeting cards. Like, literally, if I have, like, a stock that's not selling, guess who's getting it? So, like, all of my siblings or my sibling and then my family members have just these boxes. And so, like, my brother will take, like, an Easter card and just crosses it out and makes it Father's Day. Like it's like blatantly <laughs> like like not even close. You know what I mean? It's not even close holidays. <laughs> so it's the uh, best. <laughs> on that note <laughs> My grandmother loves to go to the dollar store. She probably doesn't anymore because she's quite old she used to love to go to the dollar store buy whatever like paper plates they had and then whenever we would go to the house like this was this was what she was older and didn't care anymore about having dinner parties we'd be like grandma it's like father's day and these are easter plates and she's like it doesn't matter and they're like she's like they're plates just eat off of them and we're like I mean, yeah, yeah but dollar, yeah. Like, right. You used to care about this stuff. And she's like, no, no, what doesn't You're matter? Really letting yourself go with these right? paper plates. Yeah. <laughs> I but, love you know. it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the best. But like all of these things make people smile. Yes. And we're actually doing, so what I love about your audience and what you guys are doing is I love that you guys like are into making things like, and I'm assuming giving things. I'm assuming a lot of what. Tons. Am I correct? Yeah, like most of what you make is maybe to give to others, right? Absolutely. We make scrapbooks yeah. for ourselves. It, like So so many of our people are, like my basic thing is that I teach women how to scrapbook their own lives 
because mm-hmm. so many people have been socialized into thinking they can only scrapbook. Oh, I love that. Like other people's lives. Yeah. So, so much of scrapbooking is about, like, giving your time and giving your storytelling voice to other people. Oh. Um, so, so much of scrapbooking is about, you know, giving and, and giving yourself. Yes. But we make cards. We make bookmarks. We do yeah. all sorts of, like, oh, my God, I got these stickers. Please take them. Yeah. Um, in, in our community, there's always like, oh, I got this kit. Um, I know that you like this kind of product, but I don't like this kind of product. And I know that you like this kind of product, but you don't like that kind of product. Can we swap? And then it's always yeah. like, oh, yeah, and I made this card, or I got this card, please. And there's always yeah. so much of this, like, even though we're all, like, online people and we're yeah. online friends, there's so much of wanting to have this tangible stuff that someone else has touched or someone has the same thing as you and that just makes the community tighter oh my gosh i love that so much i love two things about what you said there i love one that like you guys are basically doing like your girls after my own heart you're making people smile in tiny little ways and like you're also seeing the tiny moments in life and like really celebrating them and like and like appreciating them and like I think all of these things are like what I'm massively about. And then I also think that you are, what I love what you're doing is you are also saying like, don't forget about yourself because like you can't, that's what I struggle with a little bit with our message is is I am all about making humans smile because it makes me happy selfishly a little bit. But I think that you also have to make your, like you have to include yourself in those humans. Like you're in the making humans smile. It's not just you giving, it's you as well. Um, yeah, and I think that that's one of those really important messages that, like, if you're not taking care of yourself first, then you're giving yourself, like, the yeah. gifts that you're giving are a watered-down version of the gift you could be giving. Right. No, and if you I really totally want to give the best gifts, then you need to be taking care of yourself first. Yes. Agreed. And I'm, Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's so amazing that you do that. It's super cool. It's, yeah. And I, it's, well, it's important and it's hard because as women, we're socialized to not necessarily take care of ourselves first or to take care of ourselves in ways that are commercialized or uh, glamorized in ways that don't necessarily actually take care of the needs that we have on an individual basis Mm -hmm. but when when we stop and we take a look at our stories and we're like oh okay this is a story that actually matters to me or this is a thing that actually matters to me then you realize oh okay maybe that's a way that I can take care of myself better yeah like you were talking about how you really need the outdoors right that's self-care being in Mm -hmm. the outdoors is self-care Right. And, you know, for some people, for some people, it is bubble baths. I love a good bubble bath, too. Don't right. get me wrong. <laughs> like, for some people, it really is yeah. bubble baths. Like, that is, and, you know, you could do your meditation. You could be reading your book. Like, that, some people really need that time. But, mm-hmm. you know, a bubble bath is not going to fix every single person's 
self-care or like a manicure is not going to be able to solve right or you know just buying things mm-hmm. no. but when we think about the things that make us happy like making our friends happy especially mm-hmm. when they're down and we can do little things like legit just send them a folded piece of paper with a message mm-hmm. on them which is mm-hmm. pretty much our favorite thing in the entire world is little pieces of paper. <laughs> I, I don't know anyone who's listening who's not a paper person. So yeah. it's just such a great way to use your gift to make an impact in such a really big way. So. Yeah. So what is it like to start from drawing on your iPad to getting little folded pieces of paper in Target? (laughs) Um, It is an exercise in believing in yourself, I think. Um, So as many of these things are. um, So I have worked with Recycled Paper Greetings for quite some time now and have been an artist from them. And have always kind of, you know, stayed in like the rhythm of what, you know, they need. So like, they'll say, hey, we're in Father's Day. And so like, let's write this or like they kind of send prompts and, and I, I respond to those prompts. And um, trying to think what year it would have been. And it would have been like 2019, I guess. Um, I was in Starbucks, <laughs> which is one of my favorite places. Um, and they had these Lady Gaga shirts on. I don't know if you remember when she had this big promotion with Starbucks, but they all have these shirts on the back that say, like, don't ever let a soul in the world tell you that you are going to butcher it, but, like, can't be exactly who you are or something like that. It's one of these fantastic quotes. And I just looked around and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, look at this big company. And they are, like, telling people that it's okay to be you. And I felt like it was a message that I hadn't heard a lot from a big company. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, we have to pitch this to Target, um, because recycled paper greetings. So the cards are sold in Target through recycled paper greetings, just to kind of get the logistics out of the way. So they kind of have a giant big space there. And then I'm an artist for them. And so that's how they get them in there. But through recycled paper greetings, I have the ability to also pitch Target, um, a special collection or an idea and, and nine times out of 10, it goes nowhere, but the exercise in betting on yourself. And so, um, I just was like, I have to parlay this into greeting cards. Like this is what we're telling each other. And this is what we're, this is like what the messages that we're sending to each other on social media. And it just like clicked for me, like, why is this not being represented in greeting cards? So, um, I pitched, I put together a pitch and some sentiments and some mood boards. Um, and it's recycled paper greetings then pitched it to Target and coincidentally it was kind of the message they were wanting to put into the world as well. So um, it was kind of good timing as well and so we launched the first collection last summer with them um, and it went super super well. Um, People loved it. I think they stocked up you know to kind of have these because they were every card on there was meant for an everyday situation. There was no occasion um, like we've talked about. And so it went really, really well and so well that we're doing it again this summer. Um, 
And so it will launch June 21st. It'll start trickling into Target nationwide. Um, and I think it hopefully takes them just like a week or so to get all the cards set. So if it's not there on the day, don't freak out. But um, essentially that's like, I mean, it makes it seem simple, but that's the story of kind of how that happens. It's, I think it's kind of luck, timing, and then maybe just observing what's happening in the world a smidge. Um. <laughs> that's really awesome. And so when it comes to creating a second collection, what did you what did you set out to do? Did you want to build on your first collection? Did you want to come up with the same messages with different artwork? Did you want to, did anything change because of COVID? Mm -hmm. um, so part of the end cap that we'll be releasing in a couple weeks is they're the best, the best of the best from last summer. So part will come back, which is fantastic. And then a portion of it is new. And um, what I realized that I had done well was, so I had done a lot of like pick me up and encouragement, but what I found was people were more wanting just like sentiments that you can send more often. So like, um, we've got a couple really cute ones on there, like a pretzel that, like a pretzel is just a piece of dough that found itself in a difficult position and rolled with it. Some sort of something like that. I'm not doing it correct, but people love that, but it's not always, it's not always the best sending situation. So we kind of did more general pick-me-ups and general, just like, thanks for being you um, and kind of humor. And we added that back in there. So we kind of just tried to, I guess, springboard on what did well in the previous collection. Um, and I think that what COVID did too was like I think it really highlighted the need for a way to pick people up and I think I think it I don't know I just think people like a lot of people felt helpless when COVID happened I think um, so too yeah and, and I, I think, think a lot of people yeah felt like what what can I do what can I offer and well and I think a greeting card really is something that it's one of those things that's both nostalgic and forward looking at the same time. Yeah. Because like you were talking about earlier, you go into the big box stores and they generally have, you know, like 80% of the cards are for occasions. And so you think back and you're like, oh yeah, all those birthday cards I got as a kid, the graduation cards. Um, and, and they make you feel really good. Mm -hmm. And now you can get cards and send them to your people. And even if you, you know, maybe you bake some cookies for your neighbor because they did a thing, you know, whatever, and you bring mm -hmm. a card too. And that makes yes. it so much more special. Oh my gosh. You are literally like <laughs> girl after my own heart. Cause we have, so this is like a little sneak peek, but we have a French fry card in this collection. And there's actually a reel that I've created that like, I guess, maybe spoiler alert, but that shows you how to like give it in a more fun way. And so like, get it, buy French fries, plop that card in the French fries. It will get greasy. It should get greasy. Your card should smell like French fries. Put the bag together, write the name on it. And that is your gift. And like, come on, who doesn't want a bag of French fries and a handwritten note? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I have, 
<laughs> one of my best friends, anytime we're having a bad day, it's like, oh, well, do you think you should get yourself some French fries? <laughs> and like some of the mail we've sent back and forth, one of the best things that she's ever gotten me is like this little 3D pop-up um, anthropomorphic French fry. And it has these the cutest little eyes and I can't I can't use it because if I use it, then I don't get to look at it every single time I look through my things. I love it. That is the most, the coolest thing. And I actually am like encouraging. So we actually have started, um, or we're in the process of starting a digital download store on our website. And um, the goal of it is, is we kind of realized that like, we're telling everyone, like it's important to make humans smile, but we weren't really leading. And we wanted to like start leading with it. And so what this digital download store will be is just three ways for members of our Making Humans Smile Club, which is like kind of our glorified mailing list, um, to be able to come in there and get like tools to add to their cards or fun little silly stupid ways to like make anyone smile just out of win. So like if you're like, oh my gosh, Christian just had a crappy Wednesday, let me go to this digital download, see what I can do and then throw her something silly. And like that's kind of what it's meant to be. And so it'll be lots of things like french fries or even just like fun ways to paint your nails which are like tiny little billboards to the world and you know just tiny little things that's amazing i think everyone okay so how do people should get on your mailing list if they want to hear more about this yes yeah, so get on our mailing list now it is very like beta <laughs> but i have been making a point to talk about it because i'm trying to publicly push myself to like not let this thing fall that doesn't have a client, you know, after it. I think sometimes when you have a personal project like this, if you don't have somebody like emailing you and going, hey, where, where is this? It just right. falls. Right. If there's no, like, this person is going to email me yes. on this date or I'm going worse. I'm going to get a phone call about this. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's bad. I know. Right. <laughs> I know. It's so sad. The things yeah. for ourselves are always the things that like fall right by the wayside. It's true. Um, so the, I've had to learn how to schedule those things into my calendar first. Yeah. Yes. It's so, it's so hard. Yeah, I know. And it's what's hard for me is when things get really nutty and you're like, okay, now I'm working weekends and, and evenings. It's really hard for me to keep that Monday that was supposed to be dedicated to that personal project and not just put some client project on there. Yes. Um, so I'm making a point to start speaking about it so that I can, you know, I'm excited about it and I want it to get done and I want it to get done, you know, in the next couple months. Yes. So. Okay. So yes. I'm going to tell everybody to get on your email list. Yes. Um, find out all the things and that will eventually turn into the Making Humans Smile Club which I'm hoping will just grow to be a bunch of little weirdos like me that just like kind of love to put joy into the world. I'm sure it will. And I think everyone who's <laughs> listening will love that because everyone who's listening loves to download paper things. Yeah. So cool. it's a perfect, per per perfect people for you. <laughs> okay. Let's finish this episode up with my currently list. Okay. So this is, not so rapid fire questions about what you're currently doing. All right. So, Kate, what are you currently watching? Currently, I am watching. <laughs> we watch a lot of Kill Tony, my husband and I. Have you ever seen that podcast? No. So, it's like the only, I don't know if it's the only, but it's like a, 
I think it's like the largest live podcast in the U.S., but they do it live every week. Um, so I'm really into comedians, like really into comedians. Like I take a lot of inspiration from just the career paths of comedians and, and just how they get up on stage and literally bomb. And I feel like that's what all artists are doing, but they're just doing it so visually and publicly that I'm just like, I feel like I learn a lot from them. And so what his show is, is it's a bunch of comedians that they, like every night, he, I think it happens, it's in Austin, Texas right now at this, I don't know if it's a club called Antones. And um, they put, everybody puts their name in a bucket and then he just picks all night and comedians come up on stage and you'll see people that have done it for 10 years and you'll see people that that was their first time. And like, what's amazing to me is like, they are not nice to them. If they suck, they're like, that was so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wow. And, and it's just, I don't know. I find it really entertaining and, and like inspiring too. So yes, yeah. that's hilarious. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you currently reading? I just finished um this is how we wait things wait oh my gosh I should go get it it's on my bed it's like this is how it always is I think this is how it always is yeah I've been really into um Reese's book club so Reese Witherspoon has a book club and I tell you what they're pretty dead on so like I don't like to spend a lot of time doing research and I just look for her little book logo when I go get a book and this one is about um, a modern family who has a transgendered child. And it's about how they deal with it. And it's just a really beautiful book. It was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. What are you listening to? Oh, man. I've been listening a lot. So <laughs> it's an embarrassing omission. Maybe, maybe not. But, like, Taylor Swift really gets me through some of my, like, deadline phases. And she is just helps me through a valentine's day collection <laughs> that's that's gotta be like that's a really brilliant idea though like definitely like put tail yes yeah i feel like i owe her a thank you note to be honest with you because i downloaded yes. her like folklore album or whatever and literally just repeat 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 and it like almost becomes this signal to me like it's time to work now and like puts me in this it's almost like pavlovian dog or whatever that is where you're just like i will do good work now taylor's on yeah, no, that makes complete sense to me. Like yeah, 103. Thank you. I have check in music and check out music every day. So I know like, oh, okay, the song is coming on. Oh, really? It's Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that concept. What is your morning song? The first one that I listen to is called The Weather um, okay. by a band called Lawrence. Okay. It is very obscure and I found it on Spotify because I've listened to way too much Spotify over the last 10 years. <laughs> and now Spotify finds me like niche oh, indie bands nice. um it I, I it's both terrifying and amazing <laughs> because they find the like they find the exact right songs for me and then i go oh, like oh my god this is an amazing you, song this band must me. be amazing and Did then i go and like Spotify? oh okay this song's only been listened to like a thousand times oh my gosh oh yeah no i That's found like crazy like spotify has found me like people like music people like right before they get like huge really yeah it found oh, me lizzo so cool. like six weeks before everyone knew about lizzo i was Is so like really oh my god yes Ooh, oh yeah. that feels fantastic. and also like not with juice like it found me lizzo with a different song <gasps> oh that's pretty cool that's pretty cool 
it, the, I, yeah, I always feel like I'm just, like, I'm kind of, like, a 90-year-old when it comes to consuming media and, like, most pop culture. And so, like, whenever I'm, like, hey, have you heard of this new group? Like, <laughs> they're called One Direction or, like, some band that, like, everybody knows. And you're, like, yeah, Kate, like, they've been popular for, like, 10 years now. And I'm always, like, oh. <laughs> so that's fantastic that you're really actually getting in the know. I don't necessarily mean to. It just kind of happens. <laughs> We should ask you for recommendations. <laughs> oh, if, well, if you want a television recommendation, I, I am the type of person who will aggressively give you television recommendations. Oh, I do. I would love that. Um, what type of television do you like? So I've been loving anything on the BBC. Um, and I love, so I, I'm kind of all across the board. Like I liked Yellowstone recently. Um, I've liked... Oh, gosh, what is it? The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Have you seen Broadchurch? No. Go back and watch Broadchurch. It's on Netflix okay. now. It was a BBC show. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that, okay. that, that's a good one. Thank you for that. Um, what are you currently making? Currently making? So I'm going to say... This isn't actually me directly. It's more of a group effort, but we're currently here um, remodeling an investment property. And so that's kind of a whole undertaking. Um, and I say we, and I mean, it's like 99% my husband, but on the weekends I go over and like help as much as I can. Um, but currently I would say that is like our thing that we are birthing, if you will. <laughs> a totally different type of project. Yes. And I think it's fantastic, to be honest with you, like on a week that I will be at my computer all week, I'll be like, I can't wait to go do yard work. Oh my gosh, I'm so freaking excited to pull weeds. And I actually am. That's why I love having the garden because yeah. like after doing like coding oh. and uh, any type of like, even crafting yes. work that is yes. job related, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. let me go see plants grow. Let me yes. get in, like, let, let me just get my yes. hands dirty. In Even, like, the soil. Yes, just, yeah, all that stuff. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, what are you currently feeling? Currently feeling, um, I would say, like, I wrote, so I journal in the mornings. Um, and I always do this thing where I put a word that describes, like, how I'm currently feeling. And then I sort of let myself vomit it out. And then I go, like, what is the truth after all of that? Um sort of like my own self-counselor, I guess, is what it is. But um, I would say it's sort of equal parts excited and equal parts maybe nervous, honestly. Um, you know, we're kind of at this growth phase with our company where it's getting some traction and it's having some success. And it's really exciting to me. And it's also a little naked to me as well, because now comes the point where people weigh in. Um, and so that part is always like this dual sort of nerve and excitement. I always just try to live in the excitement part, but they're both there. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I understand that. And yes. I think that it's good to have both of them because if you only have the excitement part, then it's harder to do the, the self-reflection. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I but, think that it's also important to realize that like, there's different kinds of stress. There's the normal stress and then there's like new stress. And that's actually a good stress. That's like, oh my gosh, I'm living, I'm doing things. I'm, 
I've never done this before. Like, and that's actually not a bad kind of stress. Right. So I'm, I'm probably living in that stress right now, but maybe not always appreciating that it's a good one. Yeah. And I think that that's a hard thing to do. I think that's something that we have to learn. Like that's definitely a learned yeah. type of existence. Agreed. What are you planning? I'm planning um, our digital store is one of the things that I'm planning. We've got some really cool partners that um, that are going to actually do some work with me on a few projects for it. So I've got that in the works. And then we're also planning where we're going to ski this winter. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> that's a, a great problem to have. And finally, what are you loving? I am loving, hmm. honestly, I feel pretty grateful right now to be able to put something into the world that is what I want to offer the world as kind of what I see my gift being and making a living from that. Um, that feels wildly luxurious and it's pretty cool. So I feel pretty grateful for that. And I'm loving the opportunity. I love that. hundred percent. This has been amazing. You are amazing. Can you remind people one more time where they can find you? Yes. So we are at katesmithcompany.com and it is on Instagram as well. Just at katesmithcompany.com or not um, .com on Instagram. You know, right. All the, ins- <laughs> right, the at Instagram thing. It's the same thing. Yes. <laughs> All right. You are awesome. Thank you so much for coming and talking to me today. This has been amazing. Uh, Everyone is just going to love this. I'm so glad. Thank you for having me, honestly. You are so welcome. All right, guys, we will be back next week with another amazing episode. Thank you so much for listening.